Today is Monday, October 16th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Quince. Quince has become my go-to destination for high-quality, everyday basics at affordable prices, sourced from ethical factories. Items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings on to us. So check out their awesome pieces at quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. As we enter the second week of the war between Israel and Hamas, Israel is continuing its military retaliation for last week's brutal terrorist assault with missile strikes while warning over 1 million Palestinians to evacuate northern Gaza to the south in order to avoid being harmed by the seemingly imminent ground incursion by the Israeli Defense Forces. Approximately 600,000 Palestinians have since evacuated. And finally this morning, the Rafah border crossing from southern Gaza into Egypt was opened at 9 a.m. local time so that aid could enter Gaza and Americans and foreign nationals could be evacuated. While this seems like it should be a useful way for other innocent Palestinian civilians to evacuate as well, it's unclear how long this crossing will stay open. On that particular topic, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken stated this weekend that the Biden administration does not support proposals to mass relocate Palestinians in Gaza to Egypt's Sinai Peninsula as the IDF plans to broaden its military campaign this coming week. Egypt, too, is resistant to accepting refugees from Gaza as a massive influx would pose significant political and security risks. Also on the diplomatic front, President Biden reportedly spoke to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu five times since the conflict began, emphasizing the United States' support for Israel, while the two countries are also discussing a possible visit by President Biden to Israel this week, with the intents of showing support, as well as sending a message to Iran and Hezbollah not to join the fighting. That consideration comes as there was more escalation this past weekend along Israel's northern border with Lebanon as Hezbollah fired more strikes into the country. In response, the IDF declared a closed border zone all along their border with Lebanon and shut down GPS in the area after deeming it an active combat zone. On the humanitarian front, after statements last week from Israel's Minister of Energy, Israel Katz, that they would block water and energy supply into Gaza until Hamas released the hostages, Two Israeli officials stated that the water supply was turned back on yesterday to parts of the southern Gaza Strip, following strong pressure from the Biden administration over the past 48 hours. And finally, the IDF has confirmed that there are 126 hostages being held in Gaza, while the U.S. State Department has now confirmed that 29 Americans were killed in the initial Hamas attack last Saturday. Back in the United States, half of our legislative branch, which is responsible for voting to fund international aid, nears two weeks without a permanent Speaker of the House. The House is reportedly going to hold another vote for Speaker tomorrow, Tuesday, with Representative Jim Jordan as the humiliation offering this time. However, a group of Republicans that oppose Jim Jordan are vowing that they will name a slightly less right-wing challenger to put up against him in order to block him from the Speakership, though they have not yet nailed down a specific person. My apologies in advance to whomever draws the short straw. This 221-ring circus is especially problematic at this time, because without a permanent speaker in place, Congress is unable to pass military aid packages for both Israel and Ukraine, unless the House agrees to temporarily empower Interim Speaker Patrick McHenry to bring such legislation to the floor, 
which is beyond the scope of an interim speaker's typical powers. However, there would still be some limitations on what Congress could do under such an arrangement. Take your time, fellas. Louisiana held an election for its governor yesterday. Weird timing, I know. The state's Republican Attorney General Jeff Landry won more than half of the votes, flipping the governorship from Democratic to Republican. Landry will replace current Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards, who isn't permitted to seek re-election due to rules around consecutive term limits, meaning that Louisiana will no longer hold the distinction of being the only state in the Deep South with a Democratic governor. In terms of Landry's politics, he's been on the record as supporting strict Louisiana legislation, including the state's near-total abortion ban, which lacks exceptions for cases of rape and incest, a ban on gender-affirming medical care for minors, and a law restricting youth access to library books. He was also backed by Donald Trump in this governor's race, amongst a crowded field of candidates. A rare win for Donald in the past months. For our final story today, the Eras Tour movie grossed nearly $100 million over its opening weekend, with about 4.8 million moviegoers as of Sunday, according to AMC Entertainment. Not bad for an experience that also features dozens of screaming women in a room specifically designed to trap sound. This makes the Eras Tour the highest opening concert film of all time, smashing even the total gross earnings of Justin Bieber's Never Say Never, a masterpiece, famously. And Taylor could even really juice these earnings if she somehow found a way to charge for tickets of her walking down the street with Travis Kelsey. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. And thanks again to our partner, Quince. Quince is my new favorite place to purchase high quality everyday basics at affordable prices that are sourced from ethical factories. Items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings on to us. So check out their awesome pieces at quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.